You're listening to Confidently Beautiful with Sierra, a podcast to help you stay confidently beautiful because we all have confidence inside us. We just need to bring it out, and I'm here to show you how. Body image, dreams, parenting style, personality, and more. Here we cover it all. Get ready to stay confidently beautiful. Hello, my beautiful friends. Thanks for tuning in for another episode. This is episode 22, which is so fun to say. And this is called Confident That Nothing Lasts Forever. Um, Sometimes when you're in the really thick of things, things can feel like that they're never going to go away and that they're never going to get any better. And things are going to be that way for forever, which maybe that's a good thing in some cases, and maybe that's a bad thing in some cases. So I had five things that we can do to help us remember this when we feel like we're having a low moment that something is going to be the way that it is for the rest of our lives. And maybe we're not feeling really excited about it. But before we dive into the episode, I wanted to share a confident high and confident low with you. My confident high from this week was I recently heard and I feel like I probably should have heard about her a long time ago, but Clean Mama. Um, I heard for, I heard about her from a podcast episode, but she has like so many followers on social media, and I think probably a lot of people know about her. But I am new to her, and I just went and on her website and I downloaded like her uh, cleaning routine for the month and for the week, and for and she has like five daily tasks that she does, and I was really confident all week. My house was definitely not perfect, but it was a huge improvement from what it has been, and so I felt like that was my confident high that I was feeling a little bit more confident in my ability to keep the house in order and clean and I focused mainly on the kitchen like if I could just have clean counters every day then I would be happy and I feel like it was working a little bit better and it really I was surprised it wasn't that much more time into my daily routines Um, so go check out confident mama I mean sorry (laughs) go check out clean mama if you want to feel more confident about your cleaning routines um, because I felt like it really has helped me. And then my confident low this week is that we are almost to Christmas and I haven't wrapped a single present. (laughs) So I'm feeling a little bit nervous. I do have all everything bought, but I'm nervous because I'm not ready for Christmas to be here yet. (laughs) And and so um, I'm not feeling super confident. I will have it done, but I know I will. Every year I pull it off and somehow it all gets done and all gets under the tree. Um, So those are my confident highs and confident lows. I'd love to hear yours. And let's just dive into today's episode on confident that nothing lasts forever. Uh, So I came up with five things that you can do to help remember that nothing will last forever. If you're ever feeling down about something or or, um, frustrated that something like maybe your house is constantly cluttered, maybe your baby isn't sleeping, maybe your kids are in a super whiny stage, maybe you're in a rut with your business and um, you just can't come up with a creative outlet or whatever it is, just confident that nothing will last forever. Uh, So the first thing that you can do to remember this is um, look back at old photos that and you will be reminded just how quickly the years go by. I mean, there's that saying that the days seem long, but the years are short or something, whatever that saying is. The days are long, but the years are short. I think that's what it is. Um, And I find this is so true. I mean, I look at pictures even from like six months ago and I'm like, wow, my kids were so little or wow, look at how different my house looked or, you know, all these things that I just, you forget that how quickly time actually is going by. And I think that that can really help to put things into perspective when you feel like you're never going to get out of a certain phase or a certain thing in your life. And um, 
just to remember how maybe just a few short months ago when you're looking at old photos, that thing wasn't happening or there was something different that was going on that is no longer happening. And then maybe you didn't even notice had stopped. And um, so that's a really good way, I feel like, to remind ourselves about this. The second way is to write down something that we're grateful for every day. Uh, Ever since I was a little girl, we have had a nightly family gratitude journal. I mean, we are definitely did not do it every night for sure as I was growing up. Um, And I have kept that even when Seth and I very first got married. We have a journal that we have had since we got married and we would do it together before we had kids. And now that we have kids, we would have it with our kids. And every night we would all just go around the room and say what we're grateful for. So when it was just Seth and I, then we would just each say what we were grateful for. When I was growing up, it was with my siblings and my mom and stepdad. And we would we would just do that family gratitude journal every night. And I think that when you are grateful, and even if it's just one thing that you're grateful for every day, if you're just thinking that and saying it out loud or writing it down, I think that that really helps you to remember the good things that you have in your life and that you can be confident that things will get better and that even if things are hard, that things will get better. The third way is to serve someone who has a great need. So I really like to find somebody who maybe is having a lot more struggles than I am. And there's always, you can always find somebody who has more struggles than you do. Even if you feel like your world is like falling apart and crumbling and it's the worst it's ever been, there's always somebody who has it worse off than you do. And so if you can just find somebody who has a really great need and serve them, I just think that that puts things into perspective about your life. And um, like I Recently, there has been um, one of my family members, family member, she passed away and she has young kids. And um, I really liked what her sister-in-law said to like my to my family and like a group Marco Polo that we have. And she was just saying it just remind reminds you to enjoy all of the seasons because this person didn't doesn't get to have these seasons in her life. And she's missing out on that. And even her husband, who is um, still living like he didn't get those moments with her that. Um, that she's going to be able to have with her husband and her kids. And so I just um, think that that can really put things into perspective. It doesn't have to be somebody who's even necessarily like passed on, and um, but it could even just be somebody who's going through like health challenges that we could be grateful that we aren't going through or financial challenges or whatever it is, somebody with a really great need. I think it just really puts things into perspective and we can all find good in our life no matter what our circumstances are. And um, I, I just think that when we we have that different shift of perspective, then we can be confident in our life right now and know that things will change and be grateful for the good things that we do have. The fourth way that I think we can remember that nothing lasts forever is to stop the to-dos and just go do something fun. Um, if I just like stop what I'm doing and I just leave my to-do list and I just take the kids and we go to the park or we just go for a walk or a bike ride or maybe my husband and I go on a spontaneous date, something like that just to just stop what, what we should be doing or what we think we should be doing and we just go do something fun. I think that can really, really help with things like I remember like some some days are so long when you have really little kids and I'm sure they're long when you have really big kids too and I will get to that point at some point um, but when you have really little ones and maybe there's just those days that like I just remember so many days when they were just so whiny or my two oldest wouldn't stop fighting and I just stop and we just 
get out of the house and we go and do something fun. It really like you in those moments, you feel like my kids are going to fight for the rest of their lives. Like (laughs) they're never going to get along. But then if you can just get out and you can go do something fun, then you can feel like you can be more confident that you're, that things will get better and that they're not going to fight forever. And you can just forget about your troubles for just a minute and go get a new perspective by doing something fun. And the fifth thing that I think is probably the most important thing, which I guess I just saved the best for last, is just to acknowledge the hard and just to be okay with telling yourself like, yeah, this sucks or this is really hard um, or I wish that things weren't like this. And um, and just to be okay with that and letting yourself feel like those emotions. Sometimes you just have to have a good cry and just like maybe maybe you lost someone in your life. Um, and so just to acknowledge like, yeah, right now I feel really empty inside. I feel really broken and I'm not confident that things will get better. And just to be okay with that and just to feel those feelings and to sit in it. I think if we push them away, it's really, really unhealthy for us physically and emotionally. I think we will feel it in our lives um, with physical symptoms. I think we can also feel it um, obviously with emotional symptoms if we just suppress those feelings and we don't allow ourselves to feel them. Um, There's a lot I think that can be there's a lot of progress that can be made if you just acknowledge that something is really hard or something like you that like yeah I do feel like this is going to last forever and just to acknowledge it I think is probably one of the biggest ways that you can get to being more confident that it won't feel that way forever and to get yourself to be able to move on from it so I thought I would share a story um that Uh, that would be a little bit relatable to um, especially you moms out there who are listening. If you have littles right now or you have had littles before, then this is going to be very relatable to it, to you. Um, So my example that I came up with is um, when you are having your, like specifically your first child, but when you just have a child that isn't sleeping, you have this brand new baby and they're just crying and they're just waking up and I remember when Whitley was born she was my first and I would be up for hours in the night and I I so clearly remember laying on her bedroom floor in the dark she's on the ground next to me on a blanket because I had tried for two hours already to get her to stop crying and she wouldn't stop crying and so I just laid down next to her and she just was screaming and I just pat her belly and I remember thinking I am never going to get this baby to sleep. Like this is going to be my life for the next 18 years, which was really longer than that because I would keep having kids. And like, and I was just like, I am never ever going to have a good night's sleep again. Like she's never going to sleep. And then eventually she did learn to sleep. And with my little boys, um, they both, they didn't cry nearly as much as Whitley did when they were brand new babies, but they would want me to hold them in chair all night long. Um, and so I remember being like, I'm never going to be able to sleep in a bed ever again. <laughs> I'm going to have to sleep sitting up in a chair for the rest of my life, and, <laughs> which is such a silly thought that like, they're not going to be teenagers and sitting in my arms. But that's un- in the moment. That's what it felt like. And so I think going back to those five steps, like to just acknowledge the hard and just be like, yeah, this is really hard. Like being sleep deprived is really, really hard. Um some days I did stop my to-dos I and I would just do something like sometimes I would just take a nap if they were sleeping or I would go for a walk. 
Uh, and then the, there's always those moments that I think we can relate to when we have little ones that we look back at pictures. Like, and so I would go back and look at pictures, even when they're in the newborn stage, they grow so fast. And so even just looking just like a few weeks, like, and they would grow so fast. And I, I could see the progress that they were making. Um, so they would finally learn how to sleep through the night. And But then Whitley, like, okay, we got past the sleeping the waking up during the night, but then Whitley would wake up at 5 a.m. every day. And I felt like I'm going to just have to wake up early for the rest of my life. (laughs) I'm never going to have to get up early. And I know that like saying this now, I can just laugh because I'm like, oh, like it's not true. Like now she's six and she sleeps until 7.30 or 8. And, uh, but in that moment when you're sleep deprived, it was just so much. Um, And with Levi, um, my youngest, I learned that I could finally just embrace the early mornings um, because I had three at that point. Maybe it just took me three kids to finally get the hang of it. But if I could just embrace the early mornings and get myself up before my kids, even if it was just for a few minutes, like even if I could hear them up and awake and I just got myself up and I went in the bathroom and washed my face or pulled my hair in a ponytail or whatever, just to give myself a few minutes before I went and did my mom duties, then it would really like help my mindset if I just if I didn't just get up with them and then just go have sleep half asleep on the couch while they're eating breakfast or whatever but I would actually get up and I would start my day then my attitude was so much better and about things and about the day um so those were that was my like real life example because I just feel like sleep deprivation is something that moms can really relate to and so just to be confident that nothing lasts forever there's going to be different seasons in your kids sleep habits there's going to be different seasons in everything that you're going through in your life and I think if we can go back to these five things then it can help us to remember that nothing will last forever so be confident that nothing will last forever things will get better uh, and confidently acknowledge when it's hard and that it won't be hard forever but that uh, but that it is okay that it's hard right then and you will be able to get through it And I hope that this can help you guys as you are going through your journey of whatever it is, whether it's motherhood, whatever, it's a business, if it's your home, if it's schooling. Um, I mean, there were times when I was in college that I was like, I'm never going to graduate. I'm going to be in college forever. And I I think there's a lot of times that this can apply in our life, but nothing lasts forever. So take these five things and hopefully it can help you in these hard moments in your life, whatever it is that you're looking at. Thank you so much for listening, and I will talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. Connect with me on Instagram at Confidently Beautiful Podcast and share this episode with someone in your life who could use a little reminder of just how amazing they already are. Stay confidently beautiful.